Welcome to Bloom XO Podcast, where we unite authentic storytellers, creators, and individuals that make an impact globally in film, fashion, beauty, sports, music, and more. Joining us today is iconic, award-winning Canadian alt-rock band Mother Mother. Today, we will be talking to Ryan Goldman about the inspiration behind their new album, Inside, how they create a global impact through their music, and the power of kindness. So first, thank you so much for being here today and joining us. Um, The first question I want to ask you is about your upcoming album, Inside. So can you just give us a little bit of the inspiration behind that album and the process of coming up with the name and the meaning behind that? Yeah, Inside was the album that we didn't know that we were going to make in 2020, as we thought that was going to be a hiatus year. Mm -hmm. But then the pandemic happened and there was a lot of free time on our hands. And so it made a lot of sense to buckle down and get creative and produce something that I think was a reaction to what was going on. It felt like the the energy of, of that pandemic moment was really rich and dark and intense. And for a songwriter, it can be really fertile ground, that, that type of energy to draw from. Mm-hmm. So I sort of, took that on and and attempted to write somewhat of a conceptual album about going inside, um, sort of playing off the metaphor of the stay-at-home orders, mm-hmm. but applying it to more of a, a personal inward journey of unraveling a person's trauma or shadow or, you know, internal issues uh, as a means to come out more peaceful or at peace. And so that was clearly what the album was supposed to represent. And I kind of understood that soon in the process. And I wrote a song called Inside when I was like, oh, that's the title, undoubtedly. And it was nice because sometimes it's a bit of a a riddle trying to understand what an album is supposed to be and what the title is and what the cohesion is thematically. But with this record, it, it almost felt like it was kind of waiting to be discovered. Yeah, once you knew, you knew. <laughs> totally. That's amazing. So I know we talked about COVID and how that has kind of affected the world and obviously has affected um, your songwriting. But are you excited to go on a global tour in 2022? Yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. A little bit nervous, too. It's like we're a bit rusty. Yeah. But- we have a bit of time to prepare and we've played like 20,000 shows in the past 15 years. So mm-hmm. maybe it's like riding a bike. What are you most excited for? I think visiting places we've not been. We've never had a tour booked like this Okay. Um, because in the past year, a lot of things changed for us. Mm-hmm. We made a lot of new fans that we didn't expect to make um, via TikTok and Definitely. with our old catalog getting discovered. And so a lot of these new fans are, are, quite young and so um the idea of playing bigger venues in different places to young passionate people is pretty exciting because that energy is is very special yes definitely unlike any other (laughs) i'm gonna close my window because the trains are crazy can you hear them i I can't okay you know what it's all good sorry okay (laughs) 
So going back into a little bit of your creative process, when do you feel the most inspired to create? Um, you know, I think for me, it has less to do with environment or even tools at hand and more about whether or not I'm connected to a, a quality of awestruckness and curiosity and melancholy and um, I don't know, just like uh, voodoo, um, which has everything to do with the extent to which I think I'm meeting my life with presence mm -hmm. and showing up for it and and the quality of my interactions and just how I spend my time. If I spend my time kind of checking out and nullifying my my spirit through passive entertainment or through things that just kind of weight my consciousness, then yeah. I find like the creative channel closes up. But if I like, okay, let's go for a walk. Let's like take some pictures. Let's read something challenging. Let's have, um, complex conversations with a family member or a friend like you know just sort of pushing one's soul limits just in life besides music then i find songs start to come up okay. and it's like okay i see how these things relate how you live and then how you create do you feel like you're more creative when you're around family and friends or when you're by yourself um again i think it's just what's going on in my own chemistry and how that interplays with either solitude or company. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's like, it's, it's really all up to me with how I choose to, to meet my situation, whatever that may be. I don't know. Maybe that's a bit vague. No, absolutely. No, it makes sense. Perfect. <laughs> so I know you mentioned that when we were talking about your tour that you gained um, some following on TikTok, but so we've seen how impactful you have been on social media to get people to share and celebrate their stories through the hashtag I got love for. So what inspired that and how do you like to use your platform to speak on important issues? Well, we, um, we thought it might be cool to make a, a fan sourced video for our song, I got love. Mm -hmm. And so we put the call out to our fan base and we received over 4,000 submissions, which we didn't expect. Um, we thought we were going to have to piece this together, but it was like we had way too much to, mm -hmm. to draw from. And so we made quite a, a beautiful and heartwarming um, video that celebrated the culture of this fan base and uh, the new characters in this fan base. And um, one of the entries was of a young girl who was talking about stomach scars that she um had from her birth experience and how she had never really learned to love and accept them but she listened to the song and she she had an epiphany that you know that they are what makes her unique and she held up a little sign that said i got love for my stomach scars and just her her essence and what she was conveying was really powerful and uh tear jerky and just positive. It's such a good message because I think whoever you are, you're struggling with some perceived defect that you warrant as not attractive or not um, good enough for the world around you. Um, and so we wanted to run with that theme and turn it into something that people could um, take part in themselves. And the only way to do that, I think, authentically, is if the band did that themselves and sort of led the charge 
And so we decided to get a bit vulnerable and open and talk about some of the struggles that we have personally and made our little signs that said, I got love for this and that. I talked about some food body stuff and um, Mike, the bass player, his depression, he has love for his depression and Jasmine, her, her worthiness issues and Molly, her anxiety around her art and Allie, his skin problems. And, um, you know, I think how we like to use our platform is when it feels authentic, like if there is an issue that we feel like we can genuinely um, talk about and take part in to raise awareness um, that that resonates with us as people going through that issue. Um, Absolutely. I think, no, I, think that's, feel- I think that's beautiful. And I think sometimes it's hard for people to remember that everybody is just a person and that I think it's amazing to show how authentic and genuine you guys can be with that. Well, you know, and I think it's just important. I think it's important that this um, disparity between the fan and the artist is abolished. I don't, I don't think really celebrity culture is healthy Mm -hmm. and, and um, pedestals I don't think are healthy. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think we should all just kind of level the playing field and understand we're the same and no one's higher or lower. Sometimes people need that reminder, though, that it is that way. And you can't put these famous people on a pedestal just because they have one thing, you know, everybody's yeah. the same. Yeah. So I know this past year has kind of been very crazy in all aspects, but what is the most surprising thing that has happened to you in the last year? Um, again, like what happened with the band's um, success, I guess, was totally shocking, unexpected. Um, you know, it was an off cycle for us. Mm-hmm. We had no new music out. Um, you know, perhaps we, we perceived our, the arc of our career as having crested because we've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold you know, somehow like millions of kids got their hooks into music that was made when they were toddlers or before they were born. Um, And so it reinvigorated, rebirthed our career. And, um, and that's, that's really something to be grateful for and a bit like um, gobsmacked by. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so we're, you know, we just, we want to honor that with like humility and with good hard work and uh, good shows coming up. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. So my last question I'm going to leave you off with is how do you engage with your audience and what is the message that you want to convey to your audience? I think it's sort of twofold. It's like how you, engage through the music and then how you engage as people via social media. And I find that those are two different colors. I think in the music, you can engage in any way that is authentic to how your creative spirit wants to express itself. And for me, that can be very dark, that can be bent, and that can be challenging. Um, It can also be really positive and wholesome, like the messages within the songs. I think they they run the emotional gamut. Um, so that's a free-for-all. And I think that's the way art should be. But then as we 
as people engage with our fans, I think it's important for us that the, the pillars of kindness, compassion, humor, and um, love and positivity are the main fixtures of our sentiment when we speak mm-hmm. to, to the fan base. And we try not to be too enshrouded by a cryptic, mysterious, cool factor or facade or anything like that. I think maybe earlier on when you're trying to understand how you are meant to be in the industry or within your brand um, when you're younger, there's a bit more of a cloak. And uh, But now where we are at as people right now, it's important for us just to be really bare um, genuine and genuine and nice mm-hmm. you know I just think like kindness is it's so much easier it is yeah than to try to try and be I don't know alluring in some other way mm-hmm. um, especially with how social media is nowadays it's can kind of become a toxic environment so I think that's a great message to convey yeah so that's kind of I don't even want to say our angle. We're just trying to come by it, honestly. Yeah. No, I think that's amazing. So that's all my questions for today. But thank you so much for joining us. It was amazing to hear about your journey and just your music and kind of the message you like to convey to your audience. And good luck in 2022 with your tour. (laughs) Thank you. Good luck in 2022 with your life. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You can find out more information about our podcast, magazine, and events at bluemexo.com.